Hey, what's up, Tommy? Howdy, oh, howdy, howdy. Let's How start in now? let's start in twenty. Let's start at the twenty minute twenty second mark. Twenty minute mark. That's crazy. Twenty second mark. And welcome to the Tommy Divine Podcast. It is 11.01 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. It is Tuesday, December 1st. And what a crazy, wild weekend of football, but kind of sad, but a crazy weekend. Mike Tyson boxing again. We finally find out what Baby Yoda's real name is. It's a weird Thanksgiving weekend. Really sad day of Thanksgiving football. But we're back. We had a great episode last week with Jack Callison. Uh, he finally came on the podcast. Ryan Crony, thank you guys for coming on last week. But we are back to regularly scheduled programming. And week 12 is not officially finished, but we'll talk about that later. But we bring back from Evansville live, the Koonst is back. Aiden, how are you doing, my man? Doing great. It's good to be back. Uh, I think, you know, since the time I've last been on, the New York it's been a while. The New York Giants are now in first place since the time I last went on. So it's it's Uh, been good. Happy holidays to you. Merry Christmas. Uh, How was your Thanksgiving? How how was that? How did how did that work for you? It's pretty good. Can't complain. Uh, Just stayed here with my family. We watched a little football. Obviously, weren't able to get that night game, which I think a lot of us were looking forward to. But the really about a week later. So yeah, finally we're. We're gonna play. We're gonna get it eventually. Uh, but the the sports have been good. The college basketball has been very good. Uh, yeah, college basketball oh. started. College football was kind of weird this weekend. It was a weird weekend. I gotta say, like it's just yeah, yeah, out of this world bizarro. Um, I know you're doing a lot of IU basketball right now, so uh, yeah, 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 a lot of crazy, a lot of crazy stuff going on. Um, but we still have week twelve to finish. How so? Uh, did you watch the Lions and Cowboys on Thanksgiving? at all or what what was your yeah i did i i watched the not all of it because once once both got into blowouts i, I kind of yeah. just turned it off but yeah i watched i watched what, most of those. What, what do you what do you where do you stand on the fake punt by mccarthy i think that's the worst punt of all time the yeah, worst fake punt play um besides the mcafee one but i think the mcafee one I, I think that Mike McCarthy one was just as like even worse, I think, in my opinion. Yeah, that one was that one was certainly up there. I mean McCarthy's been I don't know. I mean of course they lost Dak, so I don't want to kill him too much, but he's not been good for Dallas this season. Um that was a bad decision for sure. Yeah. Um well let's let's start in. So week twelve, we're almost finished up with it. Um I was at the Colts game on Sunday, so I didn't get. I, I checked in a little bit. Uh, I watched a little bit of red zone because you know the Colts game is obviously a blowout. So I watched a little bit of red zone in the stadium, and I got some updates. Um, big takeaways from Week Twelve, real real fast before we get into the picks and stuff. Anything jumping out at you? Um, you want to go over and discuss? Um, I think you know reinforcement that that the Chiefs are the league's best team, um, despite, you know, not being necessarily the number one seed. Um, you know, I don't know how much you, you got to watch that Buccaneers game. It was it was not as close as, as the three-point score. Uh, I watched pretty yeah. much that whole game. 
that was a, a pretty dominant performance by Kansas City. They continue to be, to me, the league's best team. I don't think it's particularly close um, between them and Pittsburgh mm-hmm. and whoever else you want to throw into that mix. And then, uh, you know, just a shocking no-show by the, the Vegas Raiders. Um, they got yeah. blown out 43-6 to by Atlanta, who's not bad. Atlanta's been playing much better recently, but Vegas, to me – that was really disappointing because I like this team. I've, I've liked this team all year. They're coming off a really good performance against Kansas city, close loss. And then to come out and just, just not show up at all. against Atlanta was, was weird. Disappointing. I, I think, well, I think there's a few things with that. So as we get towards the playoff push and as John Madden always says, you want to be playing your best football from Thanksgiving on. And, you know, we knew one of these teams like maybe Miami or Vegas or Baltimore or even my Indianapolis Colts see them kind of trail off a little bit. And you see a little bit starting to die in the herd a little bit, kind of the thinning of the herd, if you will, in the AFC playoff race. And Vegas to me is maybe in that group of maybe they're going to kind of veer off and kind of go die out in the pasture. Um, Certainly a good Falcon team. I, I know the record doesn't show it, but this team at times can be very talented. I'm not shocked that this happened. I'm disappointed, I guess, in, in Vegas. I think that Sunday night game against Kansas City kind of was mentally frustrating and exhausting, and, and maybe they're just kind of, you know, maybe Atlanta caught him at the right week. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, and so I think that's kind of an answer for that, but you know, Vegas has a couple more games coming up with uh, Indianapolis and a few other opponents. So it's really important for them if they want to stay on the trail that uh, they start they start getting some stuff going again. Well, the, the AFC, you know, kind of all year long to me, the AFC wildcard race has been the most interesting just because there's a lot yeah. of good teams for only three spots. When you look at, you know, it's KC, it's Buffalo, it's Pittsburgh, and now it looks like Tennessee's in the driver's seat for those first yeah. four seeds. Um, yeah. But then who gets those next three of the, the group of Indy, of Cleveland, Baltimore, Vegas, and Miami, and now even New England maybe uh, yeah. is on the rise here. So that's yeah. that's going to be Ugh. a real interesting race, and, and – I can't pretend to make any predictions because I need to look at schedules. Like I know the Browns play both the Giants and the Jets. Like that, I think the Browns are all but locked up at eight and three. I think yeah, they're going to get into the playoffs. And for, and you know they they've had a heck of an easy schedule um, uh, this week. I think they play. Who do they play this week? They play. Uh, they, they play, play the Titans. They play Jacksonville this past week, and now they play. Yeah. yeah the Titans. So they play. They play tight. They're at Tennessee this week. So that's that's basically kind of. Um, I I don't know if it's a must win for either team. I would say at this point it's a must win for. I would say the Browns at this point. If it's more important, I would say it's more important for them. Um, you know, Tennessee basically has that division. Yep. Wrapped up at this point. Um. You know they've got uh, an interesting schedule. Well, they're Green gonna, Bay, I they're going to be stuff, they're so. going to beat uh, Jacksonville and Detroit. So that's two wins there. They're yeah. probably going to beat Houston, and so it's like, look, that's three wins. Whereas Indianapolis now has to go to Vegas, to Pittsburgh, to Vegas, to Pittsburgh, and then yeah. you know the Texans aren't a pushover. Uh-oh. No, and 
it was funny on Thursday. I was watching Romo and Romo and Jim are like, Oh, maybe if this Texas team can make a chance. I'm like, dude, if you look, there's no nine and seven team that's making the wild card. I don't think. Well, yeah. maybe Miami. Cause look, the Colts are going to get, okay. to, look, the yeah. Colts are going to get to 10 wins. Cause they're going to be Jacksonville yeah. and they're probably going to beat the Texans both times. Yeah. The Colts are going to be at 10. The Browns might be at 11. And, yeah. And what, who does Miami – so Miami has – Cincy, they'll win that. Yeah. But then they go Chiefs, Pats, Raiders, Bills. Ooh. That's difficult. Rough. That's difficult. Ravens, I mean, are, are nearly out of it. I mean, if they lose to Pittsburgh yeah. tomorrow, they're going to be at 6-6. Six and six. Oh. Six and Yikes. five, six and five. So I mean, it, it's gonna still be still not great. It's gonna be interesting for sure. And then uh, does Baltimore still have to play Cleveland one more time? Or is yeah, they that... still go to Cleveland. But but other than that, they get Giants, Jaguars, Cowboys, Bengals. So that's four wins right there. So I mean, they might get to ten wow. wins. Wow. So it looks like it'll Goodness. probably be it'll probably end up being Baltimore, Indy, and Cleveland if I had to guess. But we'll see. It's gonna be interesting. So. So you're thinking three AFC North teams? Yeah, it looks that way. Wow. I mean, Miami has a chance too. They're they're a game up on on Baltimore right now, obviously. But it just looks like with with the you got to look at schedules. You know, I love this. I love tight AFC Week 17 last week scenarios where ten things have to happen. It's awesome. It's I great. love this. It's great. This is what football is all about. I mean, I just love this time of year. From like here to Christmas, it's awesome. Oh, I can't wait. We get like Saturday games. Games are getting flexed. This is craziness. This is madness. No, it is. The schedule I'm about to read is madness, Aiden. It's It's great. madness. It's so great because the reality is we're going to be analyzing and looking at all these teams, uh, you know, only to see them probably lose in the first round. So it's great. Uh, It's peak peak sports, just overanalyzing things that ultimately will not really matter in the long run. Now, let's take a moment to, since the last time you were here, let's take a shout-out to the Giants, honestly. Yep. Um, because we all know the NFC is atrocious, but out of the toilet emerges a victorious turd, which is the New York Giants, who play hard, who play hard. They still have a terrible record, but they play hard under Joe Judge. Daniel Jones is injured. I think he's questionable for Sunday. Is yeah, that right? I, I don't think they're going to play him Sunday. They don't. You don't think they will? No. They play. I believe. Who did they play? Seattle. Yeah, schedule. Uh, oh, Seattle. So that's not really a must-win for them. No, it's not. It's not. That's why they. That's why they need to to sit Jones and sit Jones. Um, they still, I believe, have Philly and Dallas. Right? No, they only have Dallas. They. So here's here's the interesting part about the East. So. Giants own the tiebreaker over Washington. Now, obviously, Correct. Washington yeah, and the yeah. Giants both have four wins. Giants go to Seattle, home for Arizona, home for Cleveland, at Baltimore, home for Dallas. So on paper, you're like, okay, well, they're only going to beat Dallas. Well, maybe they do only beat Dallas and they finish at 5-11. and 11. Now, they need to win one of those four games against, you know, above-average opponents, whether it's Cleveland, whether it's Arizona, who hasn't looked as good, Seattle – you know, which is why the Jones injury hurts, because I actually think they could have been competitive against Seattle uh, based on what I've seen, you know, recently from Seattle. Now, 
and then you got Washington who goes to Pittsburgh, to San Francisco, which is now going to be Arizona, to or home for Seattle, home for Carolina, and then at Philly. So it's a similar situation where the only game they're going to be favored in probably there is Philly. And well, and Philly, Philly is not winning another game. No, they're awful. They're terrible. They looked. I looked at their schedule. They have Green Bay next week, and then I think they still have Arizona, right? Yeah, they go. They go to Green Bay, home for New Orleans, and then yeah. Arizona, and then two, and then Cowboys. Red, uh, yeah. So there's no way they're winning. Uh, and Dallas, uh, they're done. They're done. Dallas they're needs done. to shut it off. They need it, to start, it's done. They need to start Danucci and try to get the highest pick possible. Yeah, it's done for them. Um, but, you know, the Giants have a fortunate Browns team who you just have a feeling the Browns at some point are going to blow a game that they should win. That's at some one, point. That's the one I've got circled. I I'm waiting for the shoe to drop on that. I think the, it's, the team only yeah. needs to get to six wins. So you figure we're at four, win that Cleveland game, win that Dallas game. Yeah. Even if Washington gets to six wins, you've got the tiebreaker over them. Six and ten, you're hosting a playoff game. Well, and what week is that Cleveland game? Is that week 16? That's 15. So, I mean, will Cleveland really even need to be playing for anything at that point? Or They'll have a wild card by then, right? I mean, I mean they should. I mean, they, they go – I mean, they, they get Titans-Ravens before that game, so they might lose the, uh, both those games. Okay, they may, they may need that Giants game then. Because I was saying – yeah. If if they don't really need the Giants game, they may not play a lot of people. But well, that's the they may need that. That's the unfortunate part about having Dallas in Week 17 because you would hope to have a good team in Week 17 who'd already locked up the playoffs. Unfortunately, you have this awful Cowboys team. Well, you'll win. You'll beat Dallas. No, but I'm saying, I mean, what if we had Dallas now and then one of these playoffs? Oh, oh yeah. No, that'd be nice. I thought. I still thought. Giants had two divisional opponents for some reason. There's somebody. I think it's Washington who still has. You know, Philly still has uh, Dallas and and. Oh, okay, but yeah. Philly, Philly's yeah. No, I don't. I don't. After what I saw from Wentz, no way. No, I, no I, way. I think the division gets one at six and ten, and Philly's not winning. Even if Philly wins both those divisional <laughs> games, they they only get to five and and ten and one. So. I'm. I'm I gotta be honest. I'm rooting for the Giants. Thank you. Thank you. Because they are probably the hardest working team in that division. Yeah, they absolutely. they play for Judge. Um, they they work hard. They're trying. I don't think. I mean, they still have a bad record, but at least they're trying. I I don't think Dallas tries very much. I don't think Philly tries at all. Um, yeah, the Giants are the the coolest team out of that division, and. Well, and the Giants, you know, the Giants, yeah. uh, it's it's the team that has like really no unlikable guys. When you look at Dallas, Jerry Jones is easy to hate. Yeah. Washington, Dan Snyder is easy to hate. Philly, oh, easy, the yeah. Philly yeah. fans are easy to hate. So look, yeah, it's it, we're likable team. We're we're a, a scrappy bunch, and we just need to win yeah. one of these four games and then beat Dallas, and and I think we're in. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, you take a look like, you know, the Philly fans, they throw batteries. You guys don't really do a whole lot. Of, you're really kind people. I, You know, the Titans, I hate to change the subject, but when I went to the Colts game on Sunday, those Titan fans are just absolutely obnoxious. I mean, it's the national anthem, okay? And they're yelling, go Titans, during the national anthem. Yeah. Just uh, some obnoxious fans in this league, Philadelphia and Tennessee in particular, but those are just a few. Um, but, you know, 
this Giants team, yeah, I, I love the ownership. I like the way they're going. They're going to host a playoff game, which is that fair? Probably not. No. But, you know, you're going to miss a, probably an NFC West team that would be better than them getting in there. But, you know, I mean, uh, who knows? By the way, are, are we going to miss it, out on the Arizona? Or, or, I don't know. Well, I mean, and the more. The, the the more we go here, the more and more to me, it seems that they could actually keep that first round game competitive. I mean, I'm looking at, yeah. I'm looking at uh, these teams just aren't that impressive that are vying for that fifth spot. I mean, when you look at Tampa, the Giants oh, already God. kept it close with Tampa. You know, if, Tampa... It's, if it's, if it's LA Rams, we kept it close with LA Rams. Like these teams aren't that good. And I'll tell you this. I think if you play Tampa again, at New York in the wintertime with Tom Brady? Who knows? That's, that's saying, like, I'm not picking close. up the win, but, like, those games, that game will be close if, if that's what it ends up being. I I was on Tampa hype train for about a week. And then I, I, I was like, oh, they just, they can't figure it out. Like, it just isn't there. I gave it a few more weeks, and then they beat the Packers pretty soundly. I'm like, Holy cow, like this is crazy. And then they still just ever since that Packer win, they just haven't been able to kind of figure it out. And I don't know. That team Tampa, uh, the NFC playoff picture is going to be weird. Yeah, I mean we were we were really um I don't know. We were looking we it looked like it was going to be a really strong playoff field and it's become a really weak one. Yeah, and I I didn't even tell you this. I I really could. I, I thought maybe a month or two ago, Seattle was going to be the team to beat. And since then, ooh, beating Philadelphia by a touchdown last night hasn't reassured me that uh, Seattle's the best team in the NFC. You know, you could say it's Green Bay. Uh, I still have my worries about Green Bay in a playoff game. Um, you know, Arizona is always like back and forth. So one week they're really good. You so know, I think to me it's New Orleans if they have Breeze. Ah, they, dude, that, I, that team I, has been the most complete NFC team. They've won what seven, eight games in a row. Yeah, and I'll, I'll tell you this too. Even that team, I could see losing early. I mean, who knows? I mean, I. I don't even think they're – I mean, they're good. And I, I'm going to tell you this. I think they're better with Taysom Hill. Than Drew Brees? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. That's a hot take. Because I think with Taysom Hill being able to run around, that creates another option for that offense that it didn't have previously with Brees. Well, and it's, so – It's a different – I mean, you, you, first off, you can't – you can't put any stock into the Broncos win. They were starting Kendall Hood. Well, yeah. The, and, and the Falcons win the week before was pretty good, though, with Taysom. I'll give you that. Yeah. And the thing is, I don't know if maybe maybe that is a little bit too much of a hot take. I don't know. It's just with Breeze, it was like, you know, it, the offense kind of existed. And it was decent enough with Kamara. And now you kind of got Michael Thomas back, so things are starting to click a little bit. And then, of course, Drew gets injured with the punctured lung and three broken ribs. And right. by God, I don't know what else. But, you know, 
just getting absolutely killed. He's like, uh, he's in Rocky's slaughterhouse with all the injuries he has. Well, just you know, hanging from a hook. I mean, and I see crazy. a team. I see a team that. I mean, this is one of the more underrated eight-game win streaks I've ever seen. I don't. Hear, oh yeah. I don't hear oh, anyone yeah. talking about this. And yeah. I see a team that has just steadily gotten better. You know, they they haven't been the loudest team, you know, but I, I really do think that, that this team is, is the most complete one. I, I love oh what I God. see from their defense. And look, I'm not, I wouldn't put any money on anyone in the NFC to, to win the NFC. Cause it's just such a, I think I do the crab sheet. Yeah. I think it's wide open, but like, yeah. I don't know for my money, New Orleans has, it, has, it, has the most talent. I gotta be honest. You're talking me into New Orleans right now. It, I'm, I'm kind of feeling it. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. It's, well, I'm kind of working on it. The other thing is now like, I really think about it. It's so. like process of elimination. The other teams just aren't impressive. I mean, Green Bay is not that impressive. No. I get that they beat up on Chicago, but that's not exactly. Well, that's, I mean, that's Mitch Trubisky. And, yeah. You know, oh, Jack Callison's Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. Yeah. Have, yeah oh, yeah. Great, great performance there. Uh, clap to you, Mitch. Uh, welcome back with a stunning loss to the Packers. We all knew that was going to happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, you look at the, I think the AFC is much more competitive Absolutely. and I think it's better. Yeah. It's I think better. it's better. It's better. Way better. And, uh, you know, uh, who knows with the NFC? I, that's crazy. I mean, I really thought Russ was probably going to be the MVP. It looked like it. And then they just stored uh, kind of started to tail off. I feel like that's the whole NFC West in a, in a nutshell is like, one week it's, it looks great, and then the next week it just looks awful for yeah. some reason. Yeah. I, I, and now somehow San Francisco is kind of maybe back in it. I don't know how. But yeah, they're they're in there, right? I mean, they, they are really win a lot of their their games uh, down the stretch. But well, Arizona is now like six and six, right? Or well, they're six and five. Yeah, they're six and five, and they have that seven spot with the and six and five. I think they go. If I'm not mistaken, they still have – no, they only have one. But they – let's see. Well, they have they have Rams twice. Okay, so they have the Rams. That's the team they have twice. Okay. They still have Rams twice. So they, they go Rams, Giants, Eagles, Niners, Rams. None of those games other than maybe Philly are going to be, like, super easy wins. And I'll tell you, out of those – Teams hunting for that seventh spot. Chicago is still in there. And yeah. so is Minnesota. Well, Minnesota, look, Minnesota was the team that I think you and I talked about as being the sneaky playoff, you know, team. Yeah. Um, yeah. A while ago, a while ago. And they, but then they lose to Dallas. If they didn't lose that yeah. Dallas game, they would be right there. They would be at yeah. six and five. I know. And they, they, couldn't afford that loss. Now they they do get Jacksonville, but then they got to go to Tampa, home for the Bears, at the Saints. Like those are not easy games. You needed that Dallas win, and they they blew it, and then they almost blew it to Carolina. They got lucky to beat Carolina. They're not that well. Important. Tampa, they can beat Tampa. That's a that's a winnable game. Anyone can beat Tampa. Um, yeah, I mean, you pull off preschoolers from the nearest lot playing recess, they can beat Tampa. 
Um, you just never know what Tampa you're going to get on a given game. And, and that Saints game, the thing is, and I have to say about that, I know the Saints right now look like the best team in the NFC, but that game is on Christmas Day. It's on a Friday. It's kind of a weird time slot on a Friday afternoon on Christmas. That is weird. And the Vikings always have this kind of magical power against the Saints. It's always something kind of kooky with that team. Like, you know, and you know it, obviously. Like, last year in the divisional, Minnesota won. Uh, obviously, the Stefan Diggs catch. I mean, th- there's been some classics between those two. So, that should yeah, be has. a really good game on Christmas. Yeah, I would think it would be a good game. Um, and it went from being a good game to not being a good game to being a good game to not being a good game, and now it's a good game. So, like, we went back and forth on that for and, a while. And so. the other thing is, when does – is Breeze going to be back at all this year? Is he – what is his situation? I think oh, – you know what? I mean, I think he's out just a few weeks, right? Right. Until That's he gets everything was, back in order. And, I, 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 I mean, thought if it was I'm, just like three weeks. If I'm Drew Breeze, you know, I would just let Taysom Hill in for as long as humanly possible. I mean, they're doing, And just wait till the playoffs. They're doing just I mean, fine with him. It's just he can't throw. That's the only thing. But when he's running for touchdowns, I mean, do you really need to throw the football? No, he's a he's a nice change of pace guy. I I, I, again, I I'd rather have Breeze just because I trust trust his experience. I trust his yeah. ability to complete passes. Uh, but Taysom is a is hard to game plan for, no doubt. And, and the thing is, too, how many wins is it going to take you to get the one seed in the NFC? Well, what they're a game ahead of. Green Bay and Seattle right now, or two? Yeah, yeah. One, so one game. You know they have Falcons this week, which we don't know what Falcons team we're going to. Yeah, get I don't week. even pretend. I don't even. What is the line on that? I I guess they're probably. Well, we'll 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 find out in the picks here in a little while. Yeah, uh, but I mean, if if the Saints can wrap up that uh, one seed fairly quickly, then. That Minnesota game may mean nothing if they can get to ten or eleven wins by the time. Right, because you think they probably beat they probably beat Philly. I mean, that is the one where I think Philly could potentially win it, especially if Taysom Hill's playing. Um, wow, but we'll see. Wow, I don't think Philadelphia can win another game this season. Well, we'll see. That's that's going to be the question. But all right. Let's uh let's move on to the slate. Technically, we're not done with week twelve. It's still going on. It's felt like the longest week of football in my life, which is fine. Um, but it's holding my fantasy league hostage, so that stinks. Um, so there's no week thirteen Thursday night game, right? But that's fine because we get a game tomorrow. Wednesday night football, rarely seen, only heard a few times. But the previously scheduled Thanksgiving night game will be taking place almost a week later when the Baltimore Ravens visit the Pittsburgh Steelers. This game has gone through hell and back. It's had COVID. It's had a blizzard. It died. It rose from the dead. It died again. It waited three days, rose again. This game's crazy. What's what's going on? I've got uh, the Steelers are favored by 10 in this game. It's on at 3.40 Eastern Standard Time. 
on NBC tomorrow tomorrow afternoon because uh, NBC wanted to stay true to the Christmas lighting lighting the tree in Rockefeller Center. Can you believe that? No, I can't because the NFL almost <laughs> never gets uh, loses those battles. Oh man, it's crazy! I got Pittsburgh winning by twenty one points. So Lamar's not playing, right? I don't know. I I'm gonna tell you, I don't know. I mean, how do you? Because I don't think anybody really does know. Yeah, is it McSorley? Is it Griffin the third? I don't know. That's why I'm taking Pittsburgh by 21 points. Yeah, I mean, if he's not playing, obviously, I like Pittsburgh big. If he is, I suppose it, it'd be a bit closer. Uh, but, no, I think Pittsburgh wins. I I think I am really don't quite understand why this game has continued to be postponed, but then the Broncos were forced to play. Yeah, like, so, I, I don't really yeah, let's kind of let's kind of jut out and talk about that for a minute. Broncos, all the quarterbacks are, are gone because of COVID. And everybody's like, well, they're hanging out together without masks. Well, if they're all tested for COVID at the at the at practice and stuff, you know, but I guess if they're meeting outside of practice, I don't know. But when you're getting tested every day, I don't know why that's a problem. Whatever. Uh Denver doesn't have a quarterback. They have to put up the what the Wake Forest guy who hasn't played uh quarterback in like a couple of years only threw like three passes in college yeah well like, he threw more than that he played he played a full year at quarterback at, at Wake I remember okay. Kendall Hinton is his name and I guess he was you know a receiver on the practice squad for Denver had no reps was told basically the day before that he was playing quarterback and it went about as as bad as you you thought it would uh I just well, feel for the kid I mean there's nothing he could do there just yeah that 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 goes to that goes to show that that anyone you know yelling at their TV that they think they can do what these guys do you can't yeah well you know that's just 2020 though in a nutshell I mean that's just the craziness we've had to endure and I don't think it's quite fair um, that the NFL did that to them especially when they're giving such lax to the Ravens and Lamar. Um, I don't think that's quite well, fair. Well, yeah, that's my that's my point. Like because I thought yeah. going into this season that and I was prepared for this that like multiple games guys would just they would teams would just have to elevate like 12 dudes from the practice squad. Yeah. It would just be that. Like it doesn't why why are they holding out for the Ravens? to try and get their quarterback back, to try and get their star player well, back. Well, they want they want Lamar in the playoffs. It's quite clear. Well, I, mean, I, that's... I know. I think that's ridiculous because it's just not – it's not fair to Denver who – well, it is – like, I'm fine with that decision against Denver. I just hate the double standard. This is like referees when, they, when they're calling, you know, one game one way. Like, if you're going to call a physical yeah. game, call a physical game on both ends. But don't call a physical yeah. game for one team and then on the other team you're letting everything slide. I'm just upset that Denver did not give the call to Danny Etley to start on Sunday. I'm, I'm kind of upset. Now, obviously, there's probably different NFL rules and regulations. You can't sign somebody the day before or whatever. I don't care. Like, come on. You have to make an exception. At least give him a quarterback. 
Like that's yeah, there was there was an opportunity there. Well, actually, there there wasn't because I, well, I don't know. I don't you have to like pass some some sort of COVID protocol to, to be signed? I I don't know, but at least give them a chance to go find a quarterback. Give them twenty four hours to find a quarterback. Yeah, they could have just played the game Monday and let them at least get yeah. somebody. I mean, they don't they don't have a problem scheduling every other game to Monday and making a doubleheader out of everything. Right. Exactly. Move the game a day and you let me get a chance to get a quarterback. That, and it, and that's instead, ridiculous. it just it just became a joke. But you know, it, it was, was I mean, it was hilarious, but it wasn't. I don't know. Well, it was I hilarious, mean, but it was also like, what are we doing here? Like the Ravens well, should have uh, had to play. I th- I think they didn't they try to get the quarterback coach to be elevated to play or something. Yeah, like the quality control coach. Jeez. I mean, that's just that that is insane. That's insane. That's uh, crazy. It's, it's absurd. Wow. It's it's a weird situation. Yeah, he was he was predictably brutal if you didn't watch the game. But it's not his fault. Yeah, but I got Steelers big in this game. I don't know if Lamar's gonna play. It's a weird time slot. It's Wednesday afternoon. I don't, you know, I don't know what to think. This is weird. This is crazy that this game is at night. I don't know. Uh, rarely does Roger Goodell lose to a tree, but it happens, I guess, every solar eclipse. But yeah, yeah I got the Steelers winning big. So. Okay. All right, let's move uh, to a really fluctuated Week 13 slate uh, that I've, I'll, I'll d- dissect here. Uh, we have our normal 1 o'clock Sunday games, uh, of course, in the slate. Uh, normal Sunday, but then we got some Monday and even some Tuesday action. So. 1 o'clock on Sunday, my Indianapolis Colts head down to Reliant Stadium to take on the Houston Texans. The Colts are favored by minus three against the Houston Texans. I've got the Colts by seven points. Yeah, I think that's about where I'm at. I I it, I would like this line to be like minus Colts minus seven, in which case I would absolutely jump on the Texans because I do think it's gonna be a close game. But uh I actually like the Colts just by a field goal what the uh what the spread is. Okay. Yeah, I think we need some defensive players back. I think we get Autry back next week. That'll help kind of shore up the defensive line a little bit. Uh, of course, when Big DeForest comes back, that'll help a lot. Um, I think that's why we did terrible this week. No Autry, no DeForest Buckner. I, Henry ran wild. I knew it, it was going to happen. And so I think that's when Autry comes back this week. Texans are going to get a lot of points on us, but – Hopefully our defense can, can stop Deshaun a little bit. I know he's had a great season, but we'll have to play them twice. That's kind of scary. Uh, but y- you yeah, but the other thing, yeah. The other thing is that uh, Will Fuller's now out for the season after testing positive for PEDs. Yeah. So that'll that'll play a role, obviously, in terms of you know they lose a a deep threat receiver who I think is really really good. I loved him at Notre Dame. He's yeah. been really nice for them this season so yeah you know usually he's out because of an injury or something but pds man i that's that's interesting that's kind of a another subplot uh to that texas team but yeah i think this will be a close game though but i, I give the colts the nod uh at houston so all right new orleans taking on the falcons at hot later 
Saints by minus three, Vegas says. What do you think? I like yeah, the Saints a, by seven. What a hard game to read this is, right? Man, uh, yeah, I guess Saints by in a close game. Saints by three, something like that. You know, I, I'm not a huge Taysom fan. The fact that, you know, the Saints beat Atlanta 24 to nine just two weeks ago makes you think that Atlanta will adjust a little bit. Atlanta coming off of a good performance. Um, yeah, give me the, give me the Saints by a field goal. Would not be surprised at all if, if Atlanta won this one. I wouldn't either, but I also wouldn't be surprised if New Orleans just blew them out. So, yeah, I mean, it's you know, weird. it's hard to predict these games. Because I feel like Atlanta always has that one last breath of air before they flatline. And I think that was the kind of the Vegas game. They're like, hey, guys, we can still score points, and we're still bad. And that's just kind of where we're at this season yeah, with them. Fair. So, Yeah, but I, I do like the Saints in that one. All right, the Matt Patricialist Lions at Soldier Field right near the Grand Old Lake to take on the Chicago Bears, and the Bears are favored by minus three. Yeah, I can tell you I won't be watching any of this game. I don't care about it at all, and it's two boring teams. I'll Give me the, give me the Lions to win outright and, oh, wow. and, and a little uh, – little uh you know coach fired bump that that we sometimes see the, give me the lions by three so who is their intern you know i think it's daryl bevel the offensive coordinator okay he's he's gonna be in all right um i think this is a must win for the bears i know they barely won last time these two teams played they went off a comeback um i think mitch kind of gets back into the groove a little bit I know he gets thrown in against the Packers on Sunday night. Not a great spot for him. He's now back in the Mitch spot. One o'clock at home against the Lions. It's kind of where he does his thing. I like the Lions by three. Or, sorry, the Bears by three. Yeah, that's fair. You know, they're right in the thick of it. and They need to win. Mitch kind of, I think, knows that. He's been pounding on Sunday. I think he kind of comes back. It's back into the groove of things. If Montgomery can kind of do what he did on Sunday and break some runs like a normal running back does, then, you know, maybe the Bears have a shot here at making the seventh seed. Maybe. I think I read a stat somewhere. I think my cousin showed me, Ryan actually showed me, 88% chance to make the playoffs for the Bears. So 88%? That's what he told me. I... I don't know where he got that statistic. I don't know if he got that from Bearsman.com. I, I I don't know. That seems like a <laughs> hell of a stat. But yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I think I think I'm pushing back on that one a little bit, but we'll see. They're not they're not incompetent. I just I don't know. Kind of like the Lions. Is is Lions Bears the cable burn your table box? It might be. I mean, like I said, I've literally no interest in watching this game. It's awful. I kind of do because I, I, I kind of want the Bears to make the playoffs. That's fair. Just just so I can talk my cousins and Jack Callison. But I mean, should be fun. I'm trying to think. I mean, and yeah, you get the bet against Mitch Trubisky in the playoffs. That's that's pretty good. 
There are, there are some bad games. I mean, Bengals Dolphins with Fitzpatrick. Ra- Raiders Jets isn't good either. But... Yeah, that's that's not good either. Yeah, I think yeah, we'll 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 see. But here's I think the best one o'clock. This may be the best game of the day. Tell me if I'm wrong. Browns at the Titans. Titans are favored by five and a half. It should be a good game. Um, I think the line's a little high. Line's a little high for sure. I, I kind of like the Browns if I'm getting five and a half. Not sure that they win outright, but certainly if, if I'm playing the spread, I'm, I'm probably going with the Browns. I, I and What we need to start incorporating, and when I mean we, I mean me, whatever you, we need to start incorporating weather into these games. And I feel like we don't talk about that enough on this podcast and how important it is. But the weather is now becoming such a factor, and I, I don't think we mentioned it, but the last, like, five weeks in Cleveland, it has been, like, an absolute monsoon at their home stadium. And we're now starting to get more precipitation. Now as we get into November, now into December, with snow and such. So I don't know what Nationals going to be like on Sunday, it's going to be a lot of ground. It's going to go very fast. It's going to be a lot of running the football. And what I watched with Tennessee this weekend, obviously a lot of Derrick Henry and a lot of pounding the rock. Same thing on the Cleveland sideline with Stefanski. You know, it's going to be a lot of Chubb and Kareem Hunt. But I do have Cleveland winning by seven. Yeah, I'll take uh, I'll take Tennessee by a field goal. I think they're just better. But uh, certainly I, I like Cleveland to cover. I – I don't know. I I don't know if they're better. I I really, in my heart of hearts, and I'm not even just saying this as a Colts fan, I think if our defense was at full strength on Sunday and wasn't on the COVID list, I think we would have won the game. Yeah, I mean, you got you got to kind of throw that game out because of all the, the yeah. missing, you know, the missing pieces. So, I, I don't know. Yeah. I think both teams are very strong. I really do. I, I don't know. Titans are just not – super high on, but I I think the Browns just have been finding ways to win games and I just love their ground attack. Baker is kind of putting it on Chubb and Kareem now to just kind of get it done. I like the way they're moving the football and uh, yeah, I mean the Titans are good, but I I, I don't know, man. This will be an interesting game, but I got the Browns winning. That's fair. So all right, Cincinnati at Miami. No more Joe Burrow. Bye-bye, Burrow. Uh, he's injured. It was a horrible injury, of course, we saw last week. Um, yeah, I mean, Miami's favored by 11 at home at Hard, Hard Rock Stadium. Yeah. Um, of course, I like Miami to win the game. They, they need to win the game, obviously, for the playoffs. Is Tua in or out? I think week? I think Fitzpatrick's going to be the starter. Fitzpatrick is. Um, they are we worried about the Fitzpatrick horrible game scenario? Is that? Yeah, I mean, I, are we worried? I, I just kind of expect him to be average. He, he was actually pretty good against the Jets, of course, with the caveat that it's the Jets. Um, I don't know. I think the line's a little high. The Bengals are scrappy. Brandon Allen's bad, but they're decent. I, I don't know. I like. I probably. I think I like the the Dolphins by like ten. So I. I. I think the line's pretty close to being accurate. 
Yeah, I'll take Dolphins by probably about the same as you. I like their defense a lot. I will keep their defense in this week as they face Ryan Finley. Um, you know, and yeah, I, I like this game for Miami. I know Fitz is in, but I don't think that matters. I think Bengals at this point, when Joe Burrow got carted off that field, so did their season. Well, and Fitz, I mean, yeah. to be honest, Fitz has been better than Tua. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I, you yeah. Know? Yeah, you could say that. But, yeah, two has only played like half the season. So. No, two has only played a few games, but he's been oh. Oh. okay in those games versus where Fitz has actually been kind of good. Yeah. But I, nonetheless, I like Miami uh, big against Cincinnati. Oh, man, this is another kind of stinkeroo. Jacksonville. I think uh, Gluten or Mike Glennon or whoever starting for them. It's the travel to mighty Minnesota. They should have Mike Glennon uh, do the horn. Yeah. Before the yeah. game. Uh, Minnesota is, is favored by nine and a half points. Is that too high? Uh, yeah, I think it is. Uh, I, I kind of yeah, I I think Jacksonville, you, you look at their recent results. Um, of course, they got blown out by Pittsburgh, but they were close with the Packers. They lost to the Packers by four. They lost to the Browns by two. I think the Vikings are considerably worse than both those teams. So, yeah, I'll take the Vikings by a touchdown, maybe a field goal. Not, not, you know, I think probably a, a close win because, quite frankly, they have not been that impressive, even though they are winning games. I will take – it's a kitchen sink game for the Vikings. They really need this game. I don't know if it's a kitchen sink game, but it is a very they – need, they need to win this. Like, they must win this game. They cannot blow it. Um, I'm taking Minnesota by six. I think the line should be five and a half, but I think I like the Vikings by six. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I think, look, Jacksonville's Ow. been scrappy, um, but obviously they're just so devoid of talent. Yeah. All right. I think this is the burn your table box game of the week. The Las Vegas Raiders traveling east to take on for some reason, Sam Darnold, who sees ghosts and, you know, all that good stuff, gets mononucleosis. Uh, he's he's back at it for the Jets again. I, I don't know why Sam Darnold's starting. Why? Why is he starting? Why not at this point, right? I mean, if you have Flacco in, what, what's the point of getting Sam Darnold hurt? I don't understand that. Well, they're going to trade him, so it, it doesn't. Yeah. It's just a wash. Yeah. Um. Raiders are favored by eight. This game's despicable. That's low. That's low. I think the Raiders come back. They're upset from last week. They should have won. Yeah. They had to go to Hotlanta. Uh, or were they, were they at Hotlanta or were they at Yeah, home? they were, they were, they I, were I away. They were, yeah, they were at Hotlanta. They're mad. They lost without, uh, without a hitch, really. They just got uh, pummeled. They just got their ass kicked. So they're going to be upset coming back this week. Big win against the Jets. It could be bad for the Jets this week. It will be. It yeah, will. Yeah, I don't. Be bad. I don't. I don't understand why that line is is as low as it is. That one to me seems like a free yeah. money with the Raiders. Yeah, I'll take Raiders big. Um, you know, we say that, and then the Jets will make this a close game in the fourth yep, quarter. That's how then. it goes. Yeah, that's that. That's what'll happen. So, all right, four oh five. 
Another great game, uh, the Los Angeles Rams heading out to the desert to take out Kyler Murray and his Hale Murray Cardinals. The Los Angeles Rams are favored by three out in the desert. Yeah, and I kind of think they cover that pretty easily. I think they win this one by a touchdown. Um, as my dog barks yeah. in the background, I I think uh, <laughs> I think to me, and and as exciting as Arizona has been, I think this is where it becomes apparent that they're not quite yet a playoff team, and I think LA kind of hands them that that loss that'll knock them out of the playoffs and and put them you know kind of behind the the eight ball when it comes to the the, the NFC playoff race. These games in the NFC West are always close. Always. We saw it this weekend, Niners and Rams. Uh, I think the Rams are upset they lost to the Niners. That that gets in their craw a little bit. Um, they know they're a better team than that. McVay will have them motivated for Sunday. Um, Kyler Murray has been kind of off and on recently. You know, he's kind of, you know, one week he's really good and he looks really great. And then one week it's like, meh, okay, mid-par. I like Los Angeles by seven points. Yeah, I like him by by seven, maybe ten points. Definitely going to cover that three. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, think it's it's like three or seven points because these games are always just so close and always come down to the fourth quarter and – I'll I'll be done watching my game, and then Fox will always cut to that NFC West game at four o'clock, and they'll be like, "Oh, this game's coming down to the wire in Arizona." It always happens. It's like clockwork. Uh, Arizona's going to keep this close, but I think Los Angeles wins. So, so actually, this next game is actually not a burn your cable box. This is actually a decent game and it could potentially be a wild a potential wild card matchup. Your New York Giants, your New York football giants traveling out west to Seattle. I feel like we haven't seen a lot of east to west. It's been a lot of west to east yeah, this year. Yeah. I feel like so it's weird to see the Giants uh out west to take on the Seahawks. Somehow this hasn't been flexed to NBC. I'm surprised NBC hasn't got their hands on this one. Right. Um and there's no line on this game, yeah, by the way. Yeah, because they don't know if it's going to be Jones or McCoy. Um, look, yeah. I'm going to take, take Seahawks by yeah, seven. Look, I think if it's Jones, give me the Seattle by a field goal. If it's McCoy, give me Seattle by about ten. Um, I think okay. the Giants, if they have Jones, actually really can win this game. I haven't seen a ton from Seattle to show me that they're that um, impressive. They've been solid, sure, but, you know, this is a really good Giants defense. Russell Wilson has been turnover-prone as of late. Um, but the reality is if Colt McCoy's your starting quarterback, you're not going to beat the team that has Russell Wilson. So that's yeah. unfortunate, but it is what it is, and, and that's probably the likely outcome here. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. And Colt McCoy – Really is never pro. I mean, he's got, he's had some decent games here and there, but you know, against Seattle, I just don't see it. I think if Daniel Jones is in this game, it's closer, like you said. Um, but I do like the Seahawks by seven 
in this game. Yeah, I mean, I hope he proves me wrong, but I, I don't know. I don't see it. Yeah. Well, we got two games in the 425 window. We have Philadelphia at Green Bay in Lambeau Field to take on Aaron Rodgers. Carson Wentz is horrible and horrifying to watch. Green Bay is favored by nine and a half. I'm taking Green Bay by 21 points to beat Philadelphia at home. I'll take uh, Green Bay by 10, I guess. Um, sure, they're way better, but I just think that Philly <laughs> gets a late touchdown like they did against Seattle and late Harold Mary last night that was ridiculous. I, I, uh, I, uh, I didn't even watch most of that game because I was at work. Um, but Philadelphia, to me, it's just like I feel like they always play Seattle and they always play Green Bay every year, and I don't know why. But they always, I feel like they always are playing each other. Yeah. Uh, Philly plays those two teams a lot for some reason. And, you know, it's at Lambeau. I just think Aaron Rodgers, this is kind of a week where he starts to kind of, you know, he's, he saw it a little bit on Sunday. I think he's starting to kind of turn on the old thrusters again, getting ready for the playoffs a little bit, trying to do that playoff push type of thing. I like Green Bay to take care of business by 21, I think. Yeah, I like, Green, I, I like Green Bay by, like I said, about 10 points. But but no no question, they're the way better team. Yeah. All right, this is even. It's an even line. New England and Cam Newton heading west to take on the Los Angeles Chargers. That's even? Yeah. Ah, man, I like, I like the Patriots in this. Uh, they're not pretty. That, they're, sadly, I do too. They're not... They're not a, a team that is going to just destroy you, but they will get wins. And if it's even, I like them to win better than I like the Chargers, who are notorious for losing, to win. New England is just a zombie that you thought you chopped the head off of, but the body just keeps roaming around. And you don't know if the body's going to hit a tree or if it's going to find a, a treasure chest full of gold. You don't know. But it just keeps wandering around. And I'll tell you, they're now back in this playoff race, which is absolutely unbelievable. Because three weeks ago, when we last had our last podcast together, we were talking about this team just being over, being done, and just being uh, obliterated. And... Now they're somehow back in the playoff race, which I don't know if they'll get a playoff spot, but you damn sure know Belichick's going to be trying to vie for a wild card. You know that. Yep, for sure. So, I mean, this is a must win for New England. And then you look at Justin Herbert, he's putting up great numbers, and you see Allen and and Mike Williams and their offensive output. But, you know, (laughs) they just can't win games. They really can't. So, you know, I like New England. It's going to be gritty. It's going to be grimy. They're going to find different ways to try to score points, but I like New England. Absolutely. Me too. I think I like them by, like, seven. Yeah. New England by seven. All right. Denver at Kansas City. I don't know if we'll have – what what was that guy's name? Pondexter or what was his name? Uh, Kendall Hinton. Kendall Hedden, don't know if we'll have him or Drew Locke or Driscoll or I don't know who we're going to have. But 
they're taking on Kansas City. Kansas City is favored by 14. Somehow this is the NBC Sunday night game. I don't know why. Flex it. Denver is done at this point, right? Can we say Denver's basically done? Yeah, Denver's I mean, done. They're, they're, they're out. Denver's done. Uh, done having hope for them. I like Kansas City by 28 points. Um, I think that's a lot, but I like them by, you know, the 14, 17 points, something like that. Yeah, I think I think they're just on a roll right now. I think Denver is just wanting to pack up and go home at this point. No, they just got embarrassed on national television. There's no real uh, – You can't come back from that. There's no real – explanation or reason to me as to why this this should be the Sunday night game. I, I quite don't really understand why it can't be flexed at this point. Yeah. It's really, it's really bad. Um, yeah, I like Kansas City big. I think we both agree big in that one. Yep. Um, let's move on to Monday and Tuesday. So Monday, Fox gets the Monday and they get the Tuesday game. So the Monday game's Washington at Pittsburgh is a 5 o'clock game on Monday. Pittsburgh is favored by 9.5. I like them to win by 14 against Washington. Yeah, I think that's about right. And Washington will fight. Uh, they will play hard, but they're not as good. Yeah, this is a weird spot. Monday at a 5 o'clock. We haven't seen it since like week 5. This is weird, but with COVID and flexing, this is kind of neat. So I like I like some of this stuff. Yeah, me too. And uh, then the regular Bills at Niners, ESPN, that's the regularly scheduled Monday night game. That's a good one. 8-15, not a bad one. Bills favored by three. I think I like the Niners to cover. I think think the Bills win, though. So you think, like, Bills by a point? Yeah, I think it's a close one. I think the Niners are a gritty team. Maybe trying to buy back for a playoff spot, possibly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if we're you gonna, know? you know, if we're gonna argue that it's a must-win for a team like the Bears or the Vikings, you know, it is for for the Niners as well. I'll, I'll take the Niners to win outright um, by about three points. Right. Yeah, I think that's a fair fair score. I think it'll be a very close game, and we thought the Niners were done, and they turned out to kind of string some wins together. And, Pulled it out against the Rams. So good jersey matchup. Yeah, that, yeah, good Monday night game. Yeah, that's very that's very good. And then uh, we have Tuesday night, which isn't really a great game. Um, and there's no line on this game. So Cowboys at the Ravens, eight oh five on Fox. That's a Tuesday night game, and we'll be getting Tuesday night and then Thursday night football. Next week we're gonna have one day without football. Beautiful. That's nuts. Love it. And I, I like the Ravens by 21 points. No. Oh, God. It, wait. That is a horrible game. Unless Lamar comes back. Yeah, well, he should be back for that, you would think. Yeah, but even with that, like, they have a lot of injuries. Yeah. And such. So, I mean, it's really going to depend on the Steeler game tomorrow. I... Gosh, I I'll go Baltimore by seven. Yeah, I was gonna say probably not by that big of a margin, but Dallas looked objectively awful against uh, Washington. Yeah, give me yeah. Baltimore by two touchdowns. I would say Baltimore by two scores if they had a healthier team. I just 
Yeah, I mean, there's really we don't really know what it's gonna be. But... Yeah, yeah, and you know, if Baltimore can kind of get it together and get some more players, but I feel like it's one of those games where Lamar kind of toys around for three quarters. Yeah, and then it's the fourth quarter, and you're like, oh my gosh, this is somehow a seven point game, kind of like that Steeler game a few weeks ago with with the Cowboys. So, excuse me, um, I think it's gonna be kind of similar to that, but. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I don't think the Cowboys win. They just looked so bad on Thursday they did, yeah. against Washington. Yeah. I think that fake punt has been a whole message of their season. <laughs> and ever since Dak's been out, that team just obviously has not been the same. So, and and I thought Andy Dalton could come in and maybe do some stuff. That's not happening. So, yep. Give me, uh, give me the Ravens by ten. Give me the Ravens by ten. Any of the Ravens. All right, that's fair. Points. So, um, yeah, that's week 13. Uh, Aiden, thank you for coming on. Did you watch any of the Tyson or Nate Robinson fight at all on Saturday? No, I didn't get to. I, I wish I had because it was kind of funny watching it, the, looking at the Nate Robinson, you know, Twitter afterwards. Yeah, Nate Robinson got his ass trounced. And uh, Mike Tyson looked good. And Jake Paul, I mean, I don't really like him. I think he's a very hateable guy. Um, I mean, I don't wish like injury or death upon him, but you know, he wants to like fight Conor McGregor and I want McGregor to just whoop, uh, whoop Jake Paul's ass. So, you know, yeah, I mean, I, I hate Jake Paul, you know, <laughs> you know, I hate, I, ooh, I'm a YouTuber and now I'm a professional boxer. Yeah. I, yeah. I hope you get your ass. Yeah. Like I really do. Ooh, I had to fight and scrap. Oh my god, I couldn't hear from Jake Paul. Yeah, he's awful. Night. He's an awful, uh, awful. But Mike Tyson looked good, uh, and that and, and that was a fun matchup to watch on Saturday. And of course, you're now focused kind of NFL and then college basketball because IU actually plays in. Uh, they're in the Maui, right? They play the Maui. This yeah, year. they're uh, they've got a second round. They beat uh, Providence yesterday. They've got uh, number seventeen Texas today. So it should be a good game. Yeah, they got a. I believe it's one thirty tip on ESPN two or ESPN. Yeah, one I think it's two, but I don't know. Two. Uh, do you have a, do you have a pick for us, real quick? Indiana, Texas um, on that college basketball front. Give me Indiana by three points. All right. I I haven't watched a whole lot of college basketball. I've been watching a little bit here and there. I watched a little bit of Gonzaga, Kansas. Yeah, I'll tell you this much: Gonzaga's not lo- not losing. They're they're the national. Yeah, they look they look pretty good, and they could they could win the championship in Indianapolis come April uh, and Easter weekend. Um, but yeah, I've been watching a little bit of Indiana, and I'll probably watch some some today. So. I know you are doing the Hoosier Experience podcast. Yeah, right yeah, now. yeah. That's uh, IU basketball, IU football podcast, and then I'm writing for Daily Hoosier. Um, so yeah, doing a lot yeah. of IU stuff. And, and you, you had Reed Murray on your I podcast did, yeah. for the Hoosier. Yeah, I did. How was that? It was good. Uh, we were coming off of the Ohio State win over Indiana, so it was, uh, you know, he was excited. Braggadocious. He was excited. I would say. Yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, he was he was he was happy, oh, but you know it was also a game where like Ohio yeah. State fans weren't entirely thrilled with their performance. So, yeah. well, you know he's a twerp, so don't worry about him. Indiana football is going to be fine. Um, of course, Michael Penix being out, prayers go to him. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, hopefully fast recovery for that. But uh, 
Yeah. Aiden, thank you for joining us. Tune into the first and ten. Um, did you make your first appearance on the first and ten this I week? I did. I did. I was. Uh, that was your first yeah, time. It was okay. good. It was good. Good stuff. All right. So listen to first and ten. Listen to the Hoosier Experience. Check out Happy Thoughts Central on Instagram. Aiden, thank you very much for being back. I appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Tommy. And uh, I hope we can talk next week, my friend. See you then. All right.